Power Service, where service is their specialty. Proud sponsor of This Morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre. Okay, so what's in your glass this morning? Maybe it's coffee. Maybe you have a little Baileys in there. I don't know. Maybe you're having some uh, soda water this morning. Whatever it is, we know that over the past uh, six months since we launched this morning with Jalen, Daryl, and uh, and Morley, that we've we've been um, having some fun tasting samples and showcasing some of the great uh, distilleries uh, around uh, the capital region, uh, across the province, and and we're going to do that. This morning, once again, as we, uh, you know, we can't have this last week of, of shows for, uh, for Cody and myself without tasting a little more. So we've uh, invited Charlie Bredo, who is the co-founder of Troubled Monk uh, Brewery. I have troubles always saying brewery, so bear with me. Uh, from Red Deer to join us in studio this morning. Hi, Charlie. Hi. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you. Oh, it's, uh, thanks for driving all the way in, too. I know it's not that much of a drive, but I appreciate you making it up the highway for us. Yeah, I'm totally excited to be here, so, so it's great. Troubled Monk uh, Brewery, so back in 2015? Yeah, 2015. Okay, so you and, so how did it start? Why did you get into um, making beer? Well, it's just like any great story. My brother and I were ice fishing one day and <laughs> having a couple beer, and uh, he said, hey, we should start a brewery. Next thing you know, here we are. And so what were you doing before that? Um, well, I've kind of been an entrepreneur my whole life, okay. so always different entrepreneurial ventures have interested me, and uh, always kind of looking for another challenge and opportunity. So, so but okay, let's let's start a brewery. Let's start making beer. Uh, was it a pretty steep learning curve? Yeah, it was. It was huge. And you know, growing up, my dad always used to make beer, so I was inspired oh, really? by him. I mean, his beer was never very good, but that's another story. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's a huge learning curve, but exciting, right? And and turning something from a hobby into a business. Yes. Is, it's different. Yeah, that's a that's yeah, that's that's a lot. That's a steep learning curve. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? With a great team, and I have an amazing team. Without the team I have now, I yeah. couldn't do nearly what we're doing. Um, and good people around, you can make things easier. So in the, those eight years, then how many beers have you put out? Oh, geez, that's a great question. <laughs> I bet you we we put out over 100 beers for sure in the last eight years. Yeah. How many staples do okay, you have? Good question. We've got about five staples. So in craft beer, there's always different seasonals. People mm-hmm. want to try new things. And so every few months you come up with something different. But as a general rule, we kind of have the main course. All right. One of my favorites is this Daycation Lager, which we're going to crack open right now. Tell us about this one. So Daycation is one of our most popular beers. Mm-hmm. It's a really easy drinking lager. So it's perfect, whether it's a hot day or cold day or whether you just want to sit at home and have a vacation. So. Uh, and so uh, tell us about, uh, I mean, you're, you're really in the heart of Mart, uh, Malt Barley country. I mean, this is all, is this, you know, from all Alberta area? Yeah, absolutely. So well, the, the majority of the malt that we use comes from uh, a facility that malts it in Alex, which is 45 yep. minutes east of Red Deer. And a lot of the barley grown just in, as you drive from Red Deer to Edmonton okay. is sent to Alex. And it's, really? it, it's, it's amazing because we have this world-class, uh, resource that's mm-hmm. sent throughout the world from Alberta that we get to use locally and produce here. So when you, how long have you been making this one for? Oh, this one's been a couple of years now. Okay. So it's not, it hasn't been around since day one, but it's quickly grown to be very popular. All so. right. So my producer, Chris Gardner's uh, in here. 
Chris, what do you think? Mm, that is nice. <laughs> Cody? Yeah, it's awesome. Is That's, it, yeah? Yeah, I've, I've had it before, so I, again, I'm not coming in totally shocked, but I love it. Is, is there something we should be tasting in this one in specific that's, you know, in this mm. and this isn't in a different beer? Yeah, so it's this is so the, the style would be very similar to like a Mexican lager. So it's yeah. kind of like Corona, but it has more flavor. So you get a little bit of that like sweet corn type. No, not, not in a bad way, but just like subtle way. And uh, very approachable, refreshing, crisp. Just so easy drinking. Yeah, and you know, it's it's always that that first drink of the morning that tastes so good. <laughs> yeah, seven forty in the morning. <laughs> my goodness. So, but then here's a, so so. How do you know, Charlie, that when when you have something good? Good question. I, I mean, <laughs> well, when you when you can drink six and not even know what happened, that's a good sign. <laughs> no, I mean, I think it, it's it's something that. You play around with, and that's the beauty of doing seasonals in our business, mm-hmm. is, is you, you make a batch, you throw it out to the market, and you see what the people want, right? Like, as much as I like to make the beer that I want to drink, really, we need to make the beer that the people want to drink. And so after you make something, test it in the market, if it goes well, then we're on to something. I think one of the, the things for me, when I when I hear craft uh, when I hear craft beer, I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, what, how, how dark, foamy, thick, what flavor is going to be in in this beer and so when I hear them I'm like oh that kind of turns me off but it's changed a lot there's so much variety now uh, absolutely I totally agree and so especially in the early days I think one of the things that brought people to craft beer was the crazy weird mm-hmm. hoppier more bitter that's what yeah. attracted people but now as the industry's matured a lot of these craft brewers are making more approachable beer that that people drink more regularly mm-hmm. and so that's good for the industry because I think that there's going to be a lot more people that are drawn into the industry because a lot of these beers are really tasty and approachable one of uh, one of your products that has been uh, really popular lately as well and I think it's just great for sitting on the patio it's kind of your version of a hard iced tea uh, it is um, it is called Troubled Tea, and uh, it's one of my husband's new favorites. <laughs> Troubled Tea well. is dangerous. You got to be careful with this one. <laughs> so tell us about this one. How did you make this? So we've evolved as a company since yeah. eight years ago, and we started started making beer, bought a still, started to make some spirits, and we started to make some refreshment beverages. And refreshment beverages are the base is, is spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we thought, hey, let's make something that's refreshing, easy to drink. Let's make a hard iced tea. And so this has quickly grown to be our best seller. Oh, really? Yeah. It, it's just crazy popular, so refreshing, easy to drink. What is the alcohol in it? Just a base spirit? or is Yeah, it it's, just like, it's like vodka. It's like a base spirit. So, and it's, it's 5%. It's made with real tea. It's made with Alberta beet sugar. And um, Alberta beet sugar? Alberta beet sugar, yeah. <laughs> So, okay, so where do you come up with that from? Well, you know, one of the fun things about doing what we do is you you try to be local and you try to take local ingredients and and, um, use them in Alberta. And so we wanted to bring some of the local Alberta ingredients into our product. You know what I like about this? It's not really sweet. It doesn't have that fake uh, sweet flavor. Uh, And it's a little lemony. Yeah, yeah, it's got a little lemon lime in yeah. it. Yeah, for a flavor. Yeah, but see, that's kind of refreshing. That's that's patio refreshing, don't you think? And the mix is perfect for a craft beverage that's already in the can. You you have to decide how much alcohol flavor is going to present itself. And uh, I, I guess how do you strike that right balance between uh, the, between the tea and the alcohol? Uh, is it a personal preference? <laughs> a lot of tasting. <laughs> a lot of tasting. I, every day you get up early in the morning and you work hard. Yeah, you know, once again, my team. My team's amazingly talented and they come up with these mixes and flavor blends. And, and, and then we test it in the market and it's just kind of a bit of a trial and error. Um, 
but yeah. How big is the team that you have at uh, Troubled Monk right now? So we employ just under 50 people. 50, five zero. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. So, and that's spread out between the tap room markets, the production facility, sales, marketing. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's been amazing. I mean, we started with, you know, one employee eight years ago and yeah. I've got a question about the tea uh, again going back to that is the beetroot sugar a little less sweet than you know say other teas on the market where I find if I drink those I, I can't stand them because they're way too sweet where this is definitely not nearly that much absolutely like so so we just use a little bit less of the sugar and and I think it's a different type as well so that probably impacts it but one of the things that people like about this so much is that it, it isn't very sweet mm-hmm. and it's very crisp and clean and it doesn't feel kind of yeah. thick yeah. when you drink it. You yeah, know? which is really nice. Charlie Bredo joining us in studio this morning, the co-founder of Troubled Monk Brewery out of Red Deer. You can find that at 5551 45th Street, Red Deer. We'll take a pause here. Now, we've we've tied, uh, you know, there's a, there's a lot of beer. There's a lot of beer that you can try uh, at the brewery, of course. We've tried the, tr- the troubled tea, the hard iced tea, but here's the thing. Um, troubled Monk also does some spirits. Uh, their gin has become uh, popular. They do some whiskey as well, but also do a really great line of sodas. So non-alcohol products as well, which I know a lot of you have been asking about. So we'll touch on a couple of those when we come back. Stay with us. This morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre. Supported by Abe's Door Service. With 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. The tagline is uh, craft beverages worth sharing. Um, how many mistakes do you... And, and so Charlie Bredo from uh, Troubled Monk Brewery joining us in studio. How many mistakes... They're not mistakes. How many things get thrown out? You go, nah, I don't think so. Yeah, I thought you were going to say how many mistakes have I made, and I was going to say, well, there's not enough hours in the week to uh, finish that show. But no, you know, we are so paranoid about making the absolute best product that we can make that if we don't feel that it's very, very good, Mm -hmm. we will throw it out. So we've thrown out huge batches of beer before, hundreds and hundreds of liters, because we didn't think it was up to our standards. Is it apparent early, or do you get farther along the process and change your mind? You know, no, it's not. It, it's usually a result of something crazy or weird that happens, like an, a weird infection or, or a power outage that mm-hmm. kind of causes an oh, infection. Okay. So, And it doesn't happen very often. It happened a lot more, not more, happened more in the early days, Yeah. but now we've refined our process a lot more. But it does happen. Uh, what, we're going to try the gin snow. Oh, no, yeah, let's try this one. It is the uh, Saskatoon soda and uh, this was hugely popular at an event that my husband was at recently so again it's just it's soda uh, and you have uh you have a root beer you have a ginger ale and an orange soda as well and then the saskatoon soda which is no alcohol again it's pop right so tell us about this yeah so um we again get excited about making beverages that people want to try and we thought hey let's make some sodas so that uh, people can come in with their kids to the tap room mm-hmm. and 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 taste something that's non-alcoholic so this is non-alcoholic what's more alberta than saskatoon's mm-hmm. and again with alberta beet sugar and that saskatoon flavor really pops and it's just so refreshing and it reminds you of those summer days when you're a little i haven't i haven't seen saskatoon soda before are you uh, are you among the first to, to, to hop on this yeah i haven't seen any either yeah so, I mean, it, it does sell very well. People like it. That is original. Saskatoon berries are so good. They're so much more elite than blueberries. 
Just a uh, way better taste. They're like the higher level. Oh, yeah. Like no, they're, they're, they're the goats of berries, class. I think, yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, high class. You so feel elite. Where are you getting the Saskatoons from? From Pearson Berry Farms. Okay. Yeah, so it's a really good local uh, business that, that yeah, deals in this stuff. So. so this is really lovely, but this would also be really good in a mixed drink. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah. come, come to the tap room and we mix some drinks with What do you it, mix so. it with? You could do uh, vodka, you could do tequilas really nice with this as well, I think. Yeah, so typically when we mix stuff in the tap room, we use alcohol that we make. So because of our still we have some gin and vodka. Mm. Um, so we'll use typically the gin and the vodka and, and, and with the... Can I get this by the two liter? <laughs> <laughs> no. Do you do them in bigger or is it the, no, the cans? No, just, just the cans. We did do our trouble tea in 10 liter jugs a couple summers ago. Oh boy. Mm. Which was pretty dangerous. And <laughs> yeah, imagine the ball games that went to. So it is just in cans. Yeah. And they're over in the seventh inning. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie Bredo from a Troubled Monk Brewery joining us in studio. Made the drive up from Red Deer this morning and we sure appreciate it. And if you ever want to check them out, they're at 5551 45 uh, Street, Red Deer. And there's this beautiful, yeah, the tap room is absolutely stunning. Well, yeah, thanks. It's, it's beautiful. There's a lot of work that went into that. Yeah, and you know, a lot of, like, when you come into the tap room, you'll see a lot of old barn wood. Yeah. It came from my grandparents' old uh, homestead near Barhead. Beautiful. So it's got yeah. a lot of meaning, right? Like, there's a lot of passion that we've poured into this place as well. It's a reflection of a lot of our passions. I love how local this is and, and the roots and, and the Alberta focus. Mm-hmm. I really do. What's the competition like these days for you? Because, I mean, boy, oh, boy, it seems like there's just... There's breweries, distilleries all over the place. Absolutely. There's lots. And I think it's it's overall, it's good. I mean, it, it, it really took off about eight years ago. Yeah. We were kind of at the very beginning of the curve, and now it's become very busy. But I think at the end of the day, it's such a wonderful industry that we should... Mm-hmm. Albertans should embrace because we grow the grain here. Let's let's process it here. Let's let's use it here, right? So it, it is it is definitely busier than it was when we started, but I think it's a great industry for Alberta. All right. So again, with the soda, there's the orange soda, there's ginger ale, there's root beer, and Saskatoon soda, which is absolutely lovely. Mm. We're going to end the morning here with uh, with some gin. <laughs> so because why not? Um, so your epitaph gin, um, and it, it's um, it's you've seen it, the blue. Gin, that purpley blue gin made with um, pea, uh, what is it? Butterfly pea flower. Butterfly pea flower. Um, and so uh, you can buy still just the gin. That. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but this is. Yeah, so I brought in a gin soda. Okay. I thought it was a little early for the hard stuff. So I Thank thought, you. I, you know, <laughs> we make a can gin soda that's got no sugar added. And um, it's it's just really light, refreshing. Oh, wow. Easy to mm. drink. Um, yeah. That is ju- that's got patio written all over it as well. Yeah. Wow, isn't that nice? And this one has gin in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, you can taste. You can taste is there a little citrus in there. Yeah, yeah. 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 Part of the, so part of the flavoring of gin is, is yeah. it can be citrus and coriander and, and um, juniper. So mm, all, awesome. all those flavors will come through. So now this gin is not the blue gin. No, no, we don't. It's not the blue gin. The blue no. gin is is what we put in the bottles. Okay. So this is a little different. Yeah. Yeah, and so um, how do you make blue? How do you make gin? How do you make gin? So essentially, gin. So you start with like a, a blank canvas, which is the neutral alcohol, yeah. and then you add. It's got to be predominantly. Or it's got to have a flavor of juniper. Yes. And then the other botanicals are, are mm-hmm. can be more creative, but yeah, typically yeah. it's coriander, um, orris root. Um, it can be things like is is you know I've had a gin from China made with Szechuan peppercorns. Wow. So it, it can be very broad, but typically it's like cardamom, pepper. Um, 
things like that. And this is beautiful. This is really nice and light and bright. Yeah. It's that, really nice. And that's one of the beauty th- great things about trying different craft gins is you get to see kind of like what they wanted to highlight in their gin and it, it, it can be fun. Mm, well, Charlie, thank you so much for sharing all of this with us this morning because I think you're knocking it out of the park mm. with all of them. You truly are. Oh, yeah. Anything that folks need to know about if they're, they're popping by to see you, where they can buy your products? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of places in you know um, the area, and if and if and if your local liquor store doesn't have it, just ask them to bring it in because they can bring it in. Okay. Easily, so. All right. Well, continued success. Continue. I can't wait to come down and see you guys in the tap room here in the next little while. Thank you. Thank you so much, Charlie Bredo from Troubled Monk. Uh, boy, oh boy, um, knocking it out of the park with all of these. And again, that Saskatoon soda is just lovely, lovely.